0: Welcome to the SK Strength Show where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. Hello, everybody. Hope we're doing well. Uh, welcome to this next episode of the SK Strength Show. And I hope that you can't hear um, my dad listening to listening to watching James Bond in the other room. Um, it's kind of loud, but I'm hoping it's not really bleeding through. But we'll see. And if not, then it'll be fine. I'm not too worried. So, what we're going to talk about today is something that I've just been thinking about a bit lately um, and about how the specific numbers, whether that's steps, calories, protein targets, all that sort of stuff, how those specific numbers actually don't matter. Um, And what actually matters is the habits that you create off the back of having those targets not whether you actually hit that specific number or not. So often when we start on this fitness journey or health journey, whatever you want to, whatever silly name you want to give it, um, we, we set a lot of like objective targets. So steps, calories, protein, fruit and veg, uh, gym sessions, all these sorts of things, hours of sleep and all of that. And while this is obviously an important thing to do and a necessary thing to do so that you know what you're aiming for and why you're doing what you're doing, but it's important to not get fully obsessed over the numbers and get too bogged down in the specifics. Um, Because as I've said plenty of times, being consistently good enough is much better than occasional perfection and always will be so what kind of got me thinking about this was i've been doing the 21 day reset with um client group and with my never follow a fad that again group um so this was basically if you didn't if you missed it or or just didn't do it or didn't hear about it it's basically just after the summer needed a bit of a a reset oh my phone's going off um a bit of a reset, so I picked you know four habits to try to focus on for the next 21 days, and one of mine was steps, so um had let that slip a little bit over the summer, so wanted to set a target of eight steps a day eight eight steps a day. Oh God, eight thousand steps a day. It's been a rough start to the week. I'm feeling very tired, so if I stumble over my words a lot today then you're going to have to deal with that. You'll know what I'm saying. Um, So, yeah, like I say, my reset target was 8,000. And last week, I missed that target three out of the seven days, so almost half of the week where I didn't hit that target. Um, But on those days that I did miss, I was still getting, I don't think i got anything less than 6,000. So, I had a couple that like, I had one that was like very close, like 7,800, and then one that was 6,500 or something like that. Can't remember the exact numbers. And again, the exact numbers don't really matter, which is kind of the point of this. But the point of this story is that I've known of people in the past to do that same thing, get to the end of the day. And they've still got 500 steps to make up and they go out on a walk to do 500 steps when they should be getting ready for bed or preparing a meal for the next, or, you know, whatever. Other things that are probably more important than just those 500 steps. And it's this focus on perfection and wanting to tick off that specific target every time that, gets people doing this and, you know, people do it with, you know, the stress about being 50 calories over their, um, over their calorie target because they, I don't know, miscalculated something. And then when they did it again, they were like, oh, I'm 50 calories over. And the thing is, it just doesn't matter that much. You know, those days that I didn't hit eight, eight K steps, they were close enough. I had other stuff going on. I still made the effort to get out for a walk every day. It was just some days I did a bigger walk than others. Some days I had more PT sessions than others. So I did more steps naturally on those ones. So in the end, my average steps were still over 8,000 because I committed to being out every day at some point. So naturally made up for it on other days where I didn't have as much going on and I could go for a bit of a longer walk when the weather was nicer or something like that. And if you think of it like this, if you were to Zoom six months in the future, do you think that you will be in a markedly different place with your health, fitness, Body composition, whatever it is, if you only do seven k steps over eight k steps, maybe a little bit if that's you know like I say consistently, but probably not that far off so if you're not if it's not gonna make that much difference consistently, if a few days out of the week you only hit you hit slightly under that target. Just how minute of a difference do you think that's going to make to your overall trajectory towards your goals? I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this. So anyway, the point here is that the habits that you create as a result of setting those goals mean far more than the specific goals themselves. So the habit I'm getting into of getting out for a walk or walking to work at least once a day is going to stand me in better stead moving forward than making sure I hit 8,000 every single day. Because, again, like I say, you don't need to do be that specific, be that um, precise, because it just doesn't matter to to that degree and the other thing is that you you can't accurately track most of this stuff anyway yes we can try and be as precise as possible but i don't care how precise you think you're being i guarantee you you cannot track your calories to never mind even just to the closest single carry i guarantee that you that you're not tracking your calories to the closest 50 or 100 calories even further than that But again, that's not an issue and that's not what the important thing is. The important thing is, so if you are tracking calories, the habits you're learning from that, whether that is learning to plan ahead what you're going to eat the next day, whether that is taking a pause before you decide to eat something because you're like, hmm, do I want to scan that and put it in? Do I actually want that? These habits are the things that are going to stick around that specific calorie target doesn't matter and isn't going to matter in the future. But even if you were being super, super accurate with that, you know, things like the food labels can be out by something. I think it's up to like 20% they can be out by legally. Um, So they can be out and even registered dietitians in studies have overestimated their calorie consumption, no underestimated it, sorry, by like three three hundred to up to I can't remember what the upper limit was. I think the average was three hundred. Um three hundred calories. And that is, you know, people whose whole job is to work with nutrition and know how much they're eating. So if they can't do it, you probably can't do it either. And then even the step count stuff, I guarantee that your watch or your phone isn't accurate to the step i think they're pretty good for step count but they're still not that 100 percent precise and accurate that if you're 50 steps under that you need to go out and get your 50 steps or walk around your living room or something ridiculous like that because again even if it was accurate those 50 steps do not matter um So just use these measures and these targets as, again, targets and guides, but not as gospel. Like you don't have to hit that specific number every single day to get to where you want to be. And some days are going to be better than others, like in everything. So even if you could measure with 100% accuracy, it still wouldn't matter as much as the habits that you're putting in place. And the other thing linked to this is that it's completely linked to this all or nothing mentality that so many of you have told me that you struggle with. Um, You know, if I can't hit my 8K steps, then I may as well not go out for a walk at all. Or if I can't do all of my gym sessions, then I might as well not do any and have a week off. So your exercise and your diet has to fit around your life and not the other way around. Missing a session here and there doesn't matter and won't matter six months down the line, provided you keep training. Going over your calories from time to time doesn't matter, provided you keep up with the habits that are maintaining your weight or losing your weight or whatever it is that you want to do. So again, this reminds me of uh, another story about me because all of this is about me really um when we think about it it's the sk strength show like if you weren't here to listen to me talk about myself then i don't know what you came here for um <laughs> so towards the end of last year when i was training for a powerlifting competition i missed missed one or two sessions fairly close to it um and the one that sticks out i missed a, a deadlift session very close to the competition. Um, and was kind of stressing about the fact that I'd missed that session, blah, blah, blah. And then get to the competition and deadlifted a 10 kilo PB after, you know, that's after 10 years of, of training. So hitting a, that big of a PB is quite massive for me. Um, and the reason I was able to do that was because. What matters was the fact that I had been consistently training for that competition for um, maybe four months or, or something like that. I can't remember how long. And I'd only missed one session close to the competition. So your results and your um, where you end up is made up of what you normally do and what you do on your average day it's not made up of the odd day that you miss something or the odd day that you don't hit those targets. They have such a small effect on your overall trajectory. Really struggle to say the word trajectory, trajectory, trajectory. It's a hard word. If you're listening to this, try and say it and tell me it's not a hard word. Um, really throwing myself off there but yeah what was I saying um yeah so you're made up of what you do on your average default day your very good days and your very bad days do not have as big of an impact as you think they do if we can raise your average raise your floor turn your bad days into okay days Turn your okay days into good days. Then that's where we're going to make the most impact. So rather than the day where you don't hit your eight thousand steps, if you had that same goal as I did, and rather than not getting out for a walk at all, you get out for a short walk and you still get up to four thousand, five thousand, six thousand, whatever it is. Consistently being able to do that and improve those nothing and have improve those nothing days. Is going to make such a massive impact on your overall. um, I was going to say trajectory. Then again, and I need to stop saying that word because I can't say it very well. Um, Yeah. So the the other thing is that you're you're not a robot, and we can't just use an equation to guarantee an outcome. We can't just like input steps plus calories times gym session minus. Hydration, or whatever the equation would be, and then get you this result because you're a human and you've got a life outside of all of this. And even if you didn't have a life outside of all this, again, the human body is not as simple as just input, output, and there is your result. You know, although it is carries in, carries out. There's a whole lot of stuff in the middle going on that nobody can really be 100% sure of while they're making this lifestyle change, unless you're, you know, being (laughs) monitored by uh, a lab or something like that. But I assume nobody listening to this is being monitored by a lab whilst they try to lose some body fat. So... If your plan is not adaptable and malleable, then you're just making things harder for yourself unnecessarily. Um, Again, we don't need to be super strict on our goals. And then the the practical takeaway from this is anytime you set targets, set yourself a range of acceptable standards. Um, So a ceiling and a floor, like I've said, talked about before, and just because I'm saying that these specific numbers don't matter, it doesn't mean that we accept lower standards of ourselves. We still, you'll still ultimately, your results will fall to the standards you accept of yourself. Can't remember who I've heard say that. I think it was Emma Story Gordon, maybe. So setting goals is still important and setting these ranges is still important, but just don't stress so much about the specific number. This is why the range is good because if you're like, right, I want to hit between six and 8,000 steps a day. When you hit 6,423, you don't stress out that it's not 7,000 because it's within your range. And that is everything I have to say on that. So this was just... Again, just something I had been thinking about um, this week and was going to do a post on. And then I thought, may as well do a podcast on it because I don't have anything else planned for this week. I was going to do a really boring one about like programming and stuff, but nobody cares about that. So um, <laughs> if you are looking for coaching, as always, the link is in the show notes, but thank you for listening if you've got any questions message me facebook instagram sk strength and if you got this far make sure to subscribe for more of this every week um i'll try and be a bit more awake for the next one i feel like i've just disassociated for this one um and yeah i will see you all or talk to you all on the next one